0: sisterhood radio um we welcome you here where we are trying to encourage each other to live full mm-hmm. fierce and free lives yes. mm. and joining me here in the studio tonight is our fearless leader Don scott damon
1: hey welcome. how are you thank Good. you so much It's great to um, be with all the sisters again tonight. I love talking to Mm -hmm. the sisterhood. Sisterhood. And I'm excited. Now, tonight we're going to do something. We're going to (laughs) continue where we've been before, talking about the, uh, well, the unvirtuous woman. You know, there's the virtuous woman in Proverbs 31. She did everything right. Well, what if you aren't quite there? So we'll be looking at that in just a little bit. I'm going to toss it over to our other sister who's in the house. Hey
2: shelly yes. b I'm that's a
1: week's was
2: off yes, old.
0: Sure. there
2: it is there it is i'm so glad to join you guys That's good to be here i'm glad you're here uh-huh. it's good to be here and you're looking yeah. good today you well, look- why thank you, you i know sounds she- like it's an exception and,
1: uh, <laughs> no it's always you always do but there is you know, maybe there's an exceptional quality of glowing well, on thank to you today and my Does she not look this, cute? My Ish.
2: husband bought this he bought this shirt, so it's we can,
1: adorable. We can give him the credit. And <laughs> I think it's one of your colors. I think you're a yeah, spring, yeah, probably. Yeah. Maybe. I think you're right. Maybe. Okay. okay, But anyways. Okay. So it's good to be with the sisters in the house tonight. And hey, if you're listening for the first time, why don't you sh- give a shout out to some of your girlfriends and tell them, turn on the Freedom Girls Sisterhood? You can do that right now by going to the FreedomGirls.com. The Freedom Girls Sisterhood dot com and hitting that blog talk radio button and you'll find us the freedom girl sisterhood program so let's get into this a little bit tonight uh wanda we're talking about meekness and i think you know <laughs> matthew favorite your favorite <laughs> matthew 5 5 says blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth that's and cool uh thing. that's a cool <laughs> thing right yeah
0: it really is cool i mean i think well i mean some people may say the earth, you know, we've ruined it. Um, and, and I do think that probably this is not the earth. We will inherit this month. Ah,
2: to uh-huh. be a new one,
0: right? Uh-huh. Yes. So, um, yes. yeah, I'll be liking that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but, the, but The problem is, is that, It requires me to be meek in order (laughs) for me to get it. Right. Yeah, so I'm thinking I'll be waiting for that for a while.
2: (laughs) So uh, what do you think meekness is? Let's break it down a little bit. Uh, Um, My understanding of it is that it's, um, I think people tend to think meekness is being, um, there's a short story called, you know, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. And he's this really mousy kind of quiet man who's, you know, afraid of everything, you know, but. Uh, actually, the real definition of meekness, I, I believe, is it's power under control mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And, and having, you know, having power and strength, but choosing to control it for a purpose. And mm-hmm. um, for a Christian, for me or for other people who are believers, that that purpose would be to glorify God because yeah. G- Jesus, ex- he displayed meekness and his sole purpose in life was to glorify God in everything that he did. So um, choosing Absolutely. to be meek is for me to choose to control strength that I might have or, or an ability to do something in a circumstance and just to be still and choose to glorify God. Right. I agree with that. It is, um, it's yielding.
1: It's a decision to yield, isn't it? It's. Uh, I have the power. crush somebody right now, or I have the strength Mm -hmm. to really bowled Mm -hmm. over, but I put it under a harness. I rein it in much like a beautiful stallion that is wild and strong. Mm -hmm. And you can see it, hearing it, um, you know, it's hoofs beating on the ground. And then you, you try to put that bit on that, that horse and, and be able to restrain it a little bit. Only the Holy Spirit has to be the one who,
2: who puts that. (laughs) Yeah. He puts
1: that on us. And another, uh, Definition that I always enjoyed is velvet covered steel. Yeah, and oh, you cool. know, soft to the touch, and, and treatable, and um, approachable, and friendly, and warm, and loving. But don't be confused. Right, <laughs> you know, there's strength there. Yes, there's a solid steel determination to to follow God. in. because I don't like, I don't like what some people think yeah. about. When
2: they think about meekness, did you ever? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Did you ever? ever... They think of wimpiness and people without strength. Yeah, but you know, I've known milk toast. I've known one of of these meek persons that I've known in my life um, just passed away. She was a ninety-three-year-old missionary and um, Mm. served in Ecuador for years. And she was one of the strongest women I've ever known. She, you know, she was was raising her children in a headhunting tribe. And she did so many things that required uh, her to do things that I can't even relate to today. But (laughs) she had (laughs) her she she had the sweetest spirit, but she had a a rod of iron that ran through her character, and she was able to do to do anything and accomplish anything, and to um, raise her children in this in this environment, and um, and you know cook and sew and. And relate to um, people who were very different from her, and um, just uh, and and never grow angry. They lost their child over wow. there on the mission field, and mm-hmm. didn't grow bitter. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a pretty amazing thing all in itself. There right, was a lot of know? sacrifice in what she did, and yeah. uh, there was just always to the very end. She she was ministering until she passed away. Wow, wow. you know, it sounds almost like you're de- you're describing Mother Teresa. Who I think
1: is another picture of meekness. Mm-hmm. I mean, ever if there was a meek mm-hmm. woman, unassuming, oh you know, mild mannered, yet at the same time, right, humble. But she didn't do the mess around. You know, she was a right. strong woman, yep. and she had to be a strong woman. Look at, she was the princess of the world of the earth. You know, she was yep. so many doors of acceptance open to her. Yeah. If
2: you played a game of football with Gladys, she would take you out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You
0: know, um, also, I I think of Corey Tenboom. Yes. Who also was a woman who reminds me of Mother Teresa all the time. Mm -hmm. When I think of her story. And another one who was very, very, very strong. Mm -hmm. And had to be very, you know, solid. And and, and had to be, but not lose her soft side, you know. Right. Her
1: psychological strength. Yeah her spiritual strength, the core of who she is, her emotional strength had to be very solid and very strong for her to endure what she did and then come out of that experience, like you said a moment ago, with no bitterness, you know, not fully forgiving, although she talks about working at it and making sure that it was intact. So those are the other qualities. Mm -hmm. So if meekness is the quality that we're after, this velvet covered strength, this the strength your control, what was the unvirtuous woman? What, <laughs> what is she struggling with? Uh, he's the woman who's grasping for control. Wow. I don't know if I have
2: any personal experience with that. Uh, you know, I, in my head, I get
0: the picture of, you know, sort of like, this is going to totally age me, but Go that ahead. old show, Alice. Yes. Remember Flo? Oh, right, right. Remember that loud right. cracker gum? And yeah. she was kind of like. Kiss my grits.
2: Crude. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly.
0: <laughs> crude and kind of loud and just. That totally reminds me of smoking a cigarette. I don't know if she smoked. But, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of picture is what I get in my head as being the opposite of meekness.
1: Yes, kind of boisterous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in control. uh, Yeah, exactly. So when we say that, I want to be real careful for everybody because we're not necessarily talking though about a personality temperament, are we? Right.
2: No. For me, the hardest, the thing about meekness comes down to committing my circumstances to God, and for me, that's the struggle in being meek has been. I want to control my world, which mm-hmm. means generally controlling people, mm-hmm. controlling the way you view me, mm-hmm. controlling my reputation. So some of the hardest things for me have been when people have been thinking things about me for for reasons that don't make any sense. Uh, they, they they think ill of me and mm-hmm. they may be talking to other people about that. And I wanna go defend myself. You're right. I wanna I wanna go set them straight. I, I wanna, wanna let them know up. I'm a good person, you know. I want to speak up, and that meek, a meek person will be able to sit back and let God be their defender. Keep and we'll, your hackles down. Yeah, and I I don't find it necessary to find mm-hmm. it necessary to to get riled up. And, you'll mm-hmm. find that Jesus did, didn't didn't not get angry in his lifetime, but he didn't defend himself. He didn't. He no, didn't. That's he, true. he trusted his reputation to. So I want to go back to this just a Mm -hmm.
1: moment because, um, Wanda, you talked about probably the typical stereotype that we see sometimes (laughs) we think of the non-meek woman is, you know, someone who's loud and controlling or, you know, Roseanne Barr kind of, but, um, it could be rather insidious that meekness isn't necessarily Mm -hmm. a soft mannered spirit, um, Alone because there could be somebody in their temperament that's quiet mm-hmm. and withdrawn and seems to be patient, and they could have an ironclad will, stubborn as all get out, and very, could be very controlling. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And so <laughs> it, it isn't always an outward appearance no, as no. much it as it
0: could be a silent, like stony silence. Yeah. A haughtiness almost. Yeah, like where a... it's quiet, but it's like it's like the you know, um, oh my goodness, Daunt and Oh yes. It's kind of that kind of feel of the, the people that lived upstairs.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, Yeah. That pride, the and, upstairs people. Yeah. Right. Uh, and supremacy. And exactly. I, you know, so, um, a, a, a meek attitude. Let's not, let's not say it is a temperament because you know what? I love games. I love competition mm-hmm. and I like I like trash talking. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the team. like, you're going, you're going down, like you
2: are going down. Like girl, yeah. I'm like, I got this, I got this. Now, the
1: truth is I've never played the game in my life. But, you know, so that, that's not, that's not necessarily that I'm not meek uh, right. because I have right. maybe a loud, playful that's thing. Right. playing, though. It's that's game. playful. You said right. that. Right. But Plain. meek is a quality of your spirit, like you said, where you can demonstrate your strength. In a way that says, I don't have to prove myself to you. Right. I don't have to defend myself. I know all by myself that I'm strong in God. And I can lean into him and trust him. And so I don't have to get um, lathered up and loud and, you know, riled up. Like, I don't know what a hackle is, but I just know that you can get them up. (laughs) (laughs) Or Or keep them down. Or keep them down. (laughs) Don't get your hackles up, I used to say. That's that's losing that meekness and I don't have to
2: have the last word Mm -hmm. and I don't have to be right. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have, I don't have to be right. You know, um, you know, I know Mm -hmm. that, that in circumstances where people were in my home that I had conflicting opinions with like, um, my father, um, I had to be very careful to learn to go to him and talk to him about, um, our differences when i was doing it for his best interests and um, before mine really mm-hmm. because i i that otherwise i was going to make it about me and i wanted to to do something that would would propel a conversation forward that would be about about helping him mm-hmm. otherwise i'd go to him with a, a spirit of pride and and would want to prove what he needed to do to change his life. (laughs) Right, exactly. And God wanted to make it about me. Exactly.
1: Um, What about a bossy? When I think of meekness, me personally, I think, you know, someone who is just bossy. Have you ever been around somebody that's just bossy? They just do this and do that. And, you know, and just, they're just, their temperament or their, what's coming out of them, it's controlling, but it's more dominating. Right, right. And don't recognize that that's what's going on. And and I have a friend that's kind of like that and love her. But after after a while, it's like I just want to, it makes me want to dig my heels in and say, you know what? No, actually, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to do it this way. (laughs) Quit telling me what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, to me, I think when someone is meek, there is a quality of, you can receive and you can be teachable, and that's right. one of the times I get to practice meekness. Like, okay, I can I can receive this. I don't have to um, – it's not defending, but I don't have to get defensive. I don't mm-hmm. have to be resistant.
0: I can – But I wonder what that feeling is, though, because what is that feeling that you get when you want – when someone's pushing too much almost, and just because you want to just say no, you know – you'll almost sacrifice what <laughs> you're,
2: yeah, the good part or whatever. I, you know, what is that feeling that makes us want to dig our heels in? It's that they're not making space for us, I think. And I think we feel, even though there, uh, there's someone in my life that I know like this, who is, is hospitable to the point of shoving you into their agenda. You know, you yes. might be visiting, but they've scheduled every moment of your day so that it doesn't matter what you want to do. You you, you have to march Get to their to drum, it. and so it's to the point that you feel like you you really haven't been accommodated. You you're, you're not being accommodated. It's not hospitality. It's it's yeah. you become expectation. a puppet. Yeah, an expectation, and so or almost feeling maybe inconsequential. Yeah, like yeah. it didn't. You
1: right? know, whatever. You know. You're, 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 and maybe that's the same feeling I think about feeling trapped as a survivor, you know, of childhood abuse, not feeling feeling like I have a choice. My freedom's being taken away from me, my choice. And whenever I feel that emotion of being trapped or someone is forcing their agenda on me or their will on me, something rares up inside of me that says, no, no, you're violating a boundary here. I can feel this violation of, let me decide, let me. Right. And that's when I do get that feeling, that's when I have to decide in that moment. Do I, do I draw a boundary? Is this a moment when I need to speak up or is this a moment where that self-control or that meekness comes in where I don't, I don't have to have the last word. I don't have to correct you right now. Mm-hmm. I can go along with, and that's different than being a doormat, right? Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because a doormat is what we talked about earlier. Being a doormat is not the same as being a meek person. Mm-hmm. Right. Meekness is a spiritual force. Right. There, it's a, it's an authority. It's knowing who you are in Christ, and it's still having the power of choice, and still, yeah, right. That's so right. good. A doormat, you just lay down, you acquiesce, you're supine. It's no good. It's no use. I mean, except to wipe your. Stuff on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, being walked all over. Right. And, and that's and how that's it not feels. okay.
0: No. That's not okay.
1: Unless you want to live as a victim, then you like that. Right. You know?
0: You may not know you do.
1: So that could be <laughs> that could be a setup for a relationship that's really dysfunctional. If you have one person who is okay with being the doormat because they have a victim mindset and you have another person who's okay with being kind the of one that's dominating. dominating. step on and control the one that has yeah. Right. Wow. Right. So blessed are the meek. Now the word blessed comes from the Greek word or the root there is happy. It's just happy. Happy are the meek. Did you ever
2: think that you'd be happy when you don't get to speak your mind? <laughs> How is it possible? It's actually, it, huh. I've, I've found in the in the several times, and really in what have been some of the most painful issues of my life, that when I released those things and let them go. I, I did, I found a peace and a rest because I would lay awake nights thinking of the next conversation (laughs) or letter, you know, I need to write this letter. I need to, I need to, I need to formulate this conversation and come back. I need to, you know, I need to strategize this way of approaching something so that someone will be convinced or whatever. And when you let all that go and just trust God for whatever the outcome will be, or just, or just let, you know, just let it go. Um mm-hmm. there's a release that comes with that and a and a piece that comes with that. Mhm.
1: You're not you're not getting into the crazy making. There's a friend of mine and I don't remember that she, I heard this saying once she said, um, not my monkeys, not my circus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And <laughs> and it was that I'm going to I'm going to keep a boundary, or keep my head about me or I'm not going to enter into the fray. Mm-hmm. And because I, you know this doesn't concern me or even that i'm not giving up my peace i'm not giving up the rest right. that
2: I have emotionally and spiritually and even when you said it doesn't concern me, even when it does concern us, sometimes we have to set boundaries right because um, if there's if there are certain kinds of things that are going on that are harmful or could be harmful to us I, because of my ms I have I have limited physical and mental and emotional energy, and so mm-hmm. I just have to be i have to be I have to be mindful of how I invest that right and so if if you're, if this is going to drain me too much and just siphon off my my spiritual and emotional energy and my physical energy, I'm sorry yeah, right I just need to draw a boundary there right now um Wanda, I have a question for you um
1: oh you, so you said a minute ago, like, Downton Abbey, like, that stoic. Yeah. How is meekness different than stoicism? Do you have any thoughts on that? Because we're not saying just stuff it and be stoic. No, 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 no. Right? No, no, no. That's not meekness. No, no, no. I think
0: the difference between the two is one's welcoming and one's not. Ah, you know, one's uh-huh. open mm-hmm. and one's not open. Right. And that's not... T- you don't have to really... Yes too much, you can pretty much tell by looking at two people right which one's
1: a stoic one, so yeah, because if you're showing stoicism you, there's a
2: little bit of an attitude there, right yeah, I think that's a it's, it's a detachment, Yeah, actually. it's a defense mechanism i think mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. whereas meekness I think is an attribute and it's a it's a positive force it's a positive i think it's the kind of i think it's
0: i think it's a magnet, yeah, I How's
1: think
0: that? meekness is a magnet because I think that people. Who are who are afraid in the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. and who've been wounded and traumatized or whatever that they they tend to be drawn yes. to gentleness and meekness and mm-hmm. I mean I, I always think meek means gentle mm-hmm. and tender yes and I know that mm-hmm. um, you know that people who've mm-hmm. not had that are in search of
1: that mm-hmm. um, that's a really good thought. Maybe that's what velvet-covered steel means, because steel is a magnet, isn't steel? Oh, yeah, it is. Or magnets, Go sure to steel anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think you're right. That's, people are drawn to that gentleness, and I think they're also drawn to, in, to that inner strength. Yep. Because they recognize that's a quality that yep. maybe is not present in their own life. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: You want to be that, and you, and you want that,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. That's not
0: a bad thing to want and it's certainly not a bad thing for someone to see in you.
1: Mhm. Um if you see any of that in me, let me just let you know. It's Jesus. Right. <laughs> Be guaranteed, people. <laughs> <laughs> because I that's that's exactly the word that is used of Jesus, you know, come unto me all you who are weary and heavy that's laden and I'll really give you rest. For I'm I'm mm-hmm. humble and and I'm meek, you know. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally in the King James version where it actually says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, come unto me, that's that magnet part that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Come to me. to me, be yeah. drawn to me, because I'm meek and lowly of heart. So what a wonderful thing. That's the very word that Jesus used to describe himself, meekness. And we know right now Jesus was no sissy. Mm-mm. He was no pushover. He Mm-mm. said, nobody takes my life. I lay it down. Mm-hmm. So if it's good enough for the master, it's good enough for us. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Can you mention a time or name a time or think about a time when you had to exert meekness instead of, like, knocking someone out? You're Puerto Rican, you know. You're there.
0: <laughs> I, was, I was sitting here thinking, oh, Lord, please give me something. Give me something. I'll make something up, at least. <laughs> um, well,
2: we'll go to Shelly Okay i I'll sit here thinking really hard. Well, there have been times when I have felt wrongly accused of things by, by people, and I just wanted, with every breath in my body, to defend myself against false accusations and Mm -hmm. um actually went and counseled with my pastor at at church and and he just said oh just be still and god will take care of it and i thought that's all you got yeah right (laughs) (laughs) and um it actually worked out very well
1: it was good advice yeah and i said you
2: don't know who you're talking to i'm really not good at this and i have to defend myself but it, it was a good lesson.
1: Well, you know, and you raise up a good point. So, how can we develop meekness? Meekness is definitely not just a genetic character trait that we get from our family. Mm-hmm. Although there yeah. are some personality temperaments that may be more given to patience, gentleness, Race. you know. <laughs> right, races races. Yes. <laughs> but again, we said it is a spiritual quality. It is a fruit of the spirit, self-control is a fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. meekness. So how do we develop that in our life? Is it a
2: choice? It is a do choice. practice? I, I had to really start evaluating my self-talk and looking at mm. how often I was just trying to exert control when actually the Holy Spirit was telling me to rein it in.
1: And mm-hmm.
2: so I had to actually stop talking so much out loud and just sit and listen to what was going on in this head of mine, and and it was really not good stuff. <laughs> yeah. So um, and then learned to shut it down. Mm-hmm. And that's just that's a matter of choice and a matter of will and and of taking scripture and and renewing your mind. Yes.
1: And if the Bible's true and we know that it is, yep. then happiness comes as a result of that. Mm-hmm. Blessed are the meek. Yes. Blessed are the the ones who. Are willing to take the strength that I've given them and cover it with this beautiful velvet, or this rain in and harness this power and the strength that you know you can blast someone right now, or you can choose to be quiet. I know for me, I really had to use meekness in my life when I see injustice. You know, yes. I want to fight, yeah. and I see injustice, and I want to something in me rears up. My hackles, whatever those things are, (laughs) my flesh, sometimes, sometimes it's righteous anger. It is, but I want to rear up and I say, that's wrong, you know, and, and, but sometimes meekness is being willing to stay calm and in control and speak the truth in love. What about for you? Any thoughts? Why? Yes,
0: my thoughts are that those are really good things that you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sitting here really honestly trying to think of something that um, mm-hmm. I probably have failed more at this than succeeded more. Mm-hmm. Um, but
2: um, there's been a lot of injustice in your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I
0: honestly, yeah. I mean, I've been quiet, but. About most of that, but I guess, knowing
1: but you, the last few years that I've known you, and like Shelley just said, we're going to keep it real right here for a few minutes while the listener is with us. That you know, you did have a lot of um, woundedness in your childhood. I mean, we all did, but you had some really significant things. And the last few years that I've known you, I've really seen a transformation. In that, it it seems like that God is taming you know, your tongue and along with it, your spirit, your heart, your attitude, that that meekness is a quality that's being formed in you that were before you might've, you know, started speaking a language <laughs> unknown to any of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. And now no, That's true. I guess that is true.
0: My temp, my temperature has changed. And, um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess I, I am slower at my, you know, I, I, I do, I guess, have more control mm-hmm. over the things I say and when I say them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and even the things I don't say and when I don't say them, you know. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, so yep. I guess that's true. I've been changing mm-hmm. in the last few years. You know, I, I, like I said, I, I read the Beat, the Beatitudes and, yeah. and I want those things, but it was only recently that I realized, oh, duh, Ugh. I have to be this to get that, <laughs> that, you know. So that's what started the conversation, you know.
1: Right. That's why we started yeah. getting onto this because you were saying, I want to inherit the earth, you know, the, the new yeah. earth that's coming. Oh, in order to do that, I have to be meek. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, ladies, this has been wonderful conversation tonight. It's been great. Yeah. It's been really, really good. Um, We'll pick it up again next week. Yes. Um, in the meantime, we want you to know how to get in touch with... Um, our freedom coach, Don Scott Damon, that's at donscottdamon.com. You can also uh, reach her at tribeschurch.tv. Shelly, our um, famous, you know, an award-winning writer. We always say that because we really, really want to be like her. Right. Um, (laughs) Her her, um, website's shellybeachonline.com and ptsdperspectives.org. And I'm wandasanchez.com at ptsdperspectives.org as well.
1: Amen. Well, it's been great to be with you. I just want to say a quick prayer because I see we just have a few seconds. Lord Jesus, thank you for my sister who's listening tonight. If anyone's convicted of the message today, I pray you just give them hope and strength to come before you, lay down control, lay down those issues, God that you might be saying, "Hey, this right here, this doesn't serve you well, and I want to show you a new way. I pray for her tonight in Jesus' name for freedom. And I thank you, Lord, for it. Well, all right, everybody. Thank you, sisters, for being in the house tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you. Once again, this is the Freedom Girls Sisterhood. We are women having a conversation about how to live a full, fierce, and free life. We'll see you next week. God bless.